Hi everyone, Andrew Sampson with Ross Video and today we're going to talk about template links. What are template links or specifically object publishing and how that affects our template links. Um, essentially any scene that you build in expression is a template. We are a template based system. Um, so there's really no special process to making a template just by default any scene that you create is a template and the idea behind it is you want to make objects changeable either images that are interchangeable or text that can be replaced or positions that can be adjusted um, you want to make your templates as flexible as possible so you're going to hear the term scene and template used interchangeably but in essence a scene is a template they are one and the same so what we're going to do is set up a very simple template. I mean, your standard over-the-shoulder type template. So we're going to start off by creating a text object. And this is going to be the title. So here's our text object. And we can apply whatever style we want to this. So we'll make it you know, black. We'll make this all caps, maybe. So there's our text. And we'll want to put some kind of banner behind this. So we're going to create a quad and we're going to make a material. So we'll make a new material. And on this, we will assign a texture. Um, I recommend that you watch the materials tutorial before you step into the template linking material. Um, all of these concepts will make a lot more sense if you do that. So if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. So we're going to pick a material that uses a banner for the background something that looks like this, right? So this is going to serve as the background. We'll transform the scale. Make something like that. Maybe we'll put a drop shadow on our text as well. So we'll move this forward slightly. Here's our text. And we'll put a shadow on that just to separate it from the background. And we'll put a squeeze point on there as well because we don't want the text to overtype the bar here. So we're going to go ahead and set up an auto squeeze. And we're going to make another quad that's going to serve as the back plate for our image as well. So we'll make a new material and on this we will assign a texture. And we'll find something to use as our back plate. That could be something simple like this gradient. Let's go ahead and use this gradient image. And we'll transform the scale. Now, creating template links is pretty simple, um, but basically the idea here is there's only certain objects in this scene that you're going to want to make replaceable. Um, for instance, you're probably going to want to replace the text. Um, you will most likely also want to replace an image. So let's go ahead and put an image on there as well. So let's make a new image and we'll grab a picture of something to put on there. Or we can just use a placeholder image like this. That'll work. And we'll go ahead and we'll transform the scale of that as well. 
And just to make my, make my life a little bit easier here, we're going to take the text and make it a child of its background. So let's call this quad object. This is text BG. Naming these objects is going to become very important, and you'll see that in this tutorial as we move along. And this will be called title. Now we have another quad that is the background for the image. So we'll call this image BG, and we'll call quad 3 image. And I'm going to take my title and drop it down a little bit. And we'll also take our image background and drop it and make it a little larger just to give us some more room to work with. Like that. And now we can make the image itself a little larger as well. All right, so there's our very basic over-the-shoulder graphic. Now, I'm going to add some extra pieces here just to give you an idea of what's possible with publishing. So I'm going to go ahead and create a group object, and this group object is going to be called subtitle. Now, the reason I'm doing this is I'm going to make an optional object in this template that can be turned off by the operator that's going to contain another text field and an additional backplate. So we're going to call this subtitle. And I'm going to make this a duplicate font that's slightly smaller as well. So this will be maybe 45. And we'll make a duplicate material as well, because I want to colorize the subtitle a little bit. I want to use a different color. So we'll edit this, and we'll make it sort of a dark. We'll add maybe a red hue to it. And we'll transform the scale as well. So this text will be called sub. And we're going to make it a child of quad 4, which is sub BG. So we'll call that sub BG. All right, so far so good. Now the trick here is I want to be able to turn off the entire subtitle bar as an option in this template. So in order to do that, I have to turn off the visibility for those objects. But right now, because I have a quad and a text object, it would mean I'd have to toggle the visibility for both of them independently. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use this group object that's called subtitle, and I'm going to take both of these two objects, subbg and sub, and drop them into that group object. Because if you remember back to the object manipulation tutorial, we talked about how a group object can control properties globally for its children. 
So the group object in this case can actually toggle the visibility for the text and the banner. So we can turn those both off simultaneously. All right, so here's our basic template. Now, now we want to get into actually exposing these options to the operator. Exposing these options to whoever's going to change this template via the sequencer. So obviously there's only a few things we want to be able to change. We want to be able to change the image. So we're going to navigate in our object inspector to a tab called template links. And if we go to template links, you'll see an option to publish that object. So that's step one. We have to publish the object. Then we can also choose what attributes of that object we want to publish. Do we want to publish the material? Do we want to publish position, rotation, scale, visibility? Anything that you enable here will be exposed to the operator when they call this item up in the sequence. So I'm going to publish three things. I'm going to publish the material. I'm also going to publish texture position and texture scale. Now I'm going to publish those two because I want the operator to have the ability to change the scale of the image inside of this box. I don't want the box itself to get any larger, but because I might be working with an image that's the wrong size or the wrong aspect ratio, I want to give whoever's operating this graphic the ability to change the scale of the image inside that box. So we're going to expose texture position and texture scale. Now we also want to be able to adjust the content of this text, which is called title. So something to keep in mind is in expression, text objects are automatically published. So this text object called title is auto-published. I didn't have to do anything there. Automatically published. If I don't want it published, I can turn that off. But in this case, I'm going to leave it published. I also want my subtitle published. And once again, text objects are automatically published. So we don't have to worry about that. So that's ready for replacement. Now I also want the ability to turn this whole bar off, this red bar with the subtitle. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to our subtitle group object and we're going to publish that object as well. So where it says publish object, we're going to publish it. I don't want to publish its position, however. I want to publish its visibility. So we'll turn off position and visibility. A very important part of this interface as well is the published object order, which is here on the right hand side. And what this does is determine what order these fields get presented to your operator in when you take this scene over to sequence for editing. So generally speaking, you want to keep things in a logical order. You know, if I was looking at this template sort of in descending order, the first thing you see from top to bottom is the image, the title and the subtitle. So, you know, logically for me, I'm going to put the image as the first thing that we replace. So we're going to put the image as field one. The title will be second. The subtitle will be third. And then the subtitle visibility. Actually, you know what? Let's change the name of this. So this makes a little bit more sense. So subtitle uh, bar. Let's call that subtitle bar. And you'll see that name update there as well. And then sub is the text. So we've got this all set up. So what is the end result? The end result is I can now change those three elements from our sequence interface. And this is really the way expression was designed to be operated. So no matter how complex your template is, this is really the basic idea. So we're going to move over to sequence. And we're going to take this scene and we're going to drop it into our sequence. And what that creates is a take item. So basically we're creating a copy of the scene. 
Now at the bottom of the screen, we've got a window called the Take Inspector, and the Take Inspector shows you the options for the currently selected take item. And what we're going to focus on is the Template Data tab, which is right here. The Template Data tab shows us all of the published fields and shows us the attributes of those published fields that we can change. So for the image, we see material face, we see texture position and texture scale. These are the three changeable attributes for the image object. So I can actually swap out this image field with a material, which means it has to be a pre-created material in my project. Or I can swap it for an image file, and I can just browse for any image I want. I could pop in the Canadian flag, for instance. right? And now we have a flag in that image holder. And you'll see that update in preview. Now here's a great example of an image that's not the correct aspect ratio. So maybe I want to stretch that. I want to adjust the texture position and texture scale. That's why we expose those attributes. So we'll go to texture scale and we'll adjust the X texture scale to correct the aspect on that image. Now we also want to change our title. So we'll go down to the title. We can change the text. So flag. And I don't have a subtitle for this. So I really have no information to add here. So I'm going to go to my subtitle bar object and I'm going to turn off its visibility altogether. Now we have no visibility. So if we look at our finished scene, on the output, there it is. We have flag, we have a replaced image. Now I want to make a new over the shoulder. So instead of starting over and making a new scene, we just take the scene and add it to our sequence again. And this one's going to reference a different image. So let's pop in, let's go ahead and pop in this photo. And again, we'll correct our texture scale. Like that. And we'll change our title to say concert. And this time we will leave the subtitle. So all right, so now we have two different graphics, but made from the same template. So that's the basics of template linking. Now to take that a step further, we can also put video clips in these fields. So again, I'm going to copy and paste and we'll go to our image and this time we'll pop in a video clip. And now I have a version of my over the shoulder that has a video clip playing in it. One with my still with the concert, one with the flag and the subtitle turned off. So that's template linking. Um, very, very useful. Obviously, this is, a, this is an essential uh, part of the expression workflow. Um, understanding template links and publishing objects in a smart way in your templates to make things as flexible as possible. So go ahead and take these techniques and run with them. And uh, hopefully you'll join us for some more tutorials down the road. And uh, thanks again.